Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Luna Castellanos, 1 meter and 3 meter Division II national champion. And I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. And this podcast, as always, is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com. Check out their poolside live. It's the perfect video replay replacement for TiVo. It's an upgrade. I can't say enough nice things about it. Make sure you go get yourself hooked up with the best in the business. All right. So Luna, we're going to jump in here. I obviously am pretty familiar with your story, but for our listeners, why don't you take them through your diving journey, how you got involved in it and how you ended up at Clarion? Okay. Um, I started diving when I was 14 years old. Uh, I did gymnastics before for around six years. Um, and then I just started diving and I fell in love with it. I had fun and I love my team. Then things weren't the best at home. So after COVID and some chaos in my country, I decided to leave the country and help myself with diving. So that's when I went to Midland, Texas at COM. I was practicing for like pretty much almost like a year uh, while I got into college. And now I'm here in Clarion. So you mentioned training at uh, Midland. So was that with, let's see, Sam Pickens? and sam yes yeah you know sam okay cool yeah i know i love sam (laughs) yeah she's great um so luna moving right along here national champion freshman year how does that feel did you ever think you would say that like take us through what went through your mind on those final dives well um it feels crazy i still don't think i've processed it fully um I wasn't expecting it to do this good, like on my freshman year. Like I know a goal for me was no matter what final, but I wasn't expecting to like win both boards. Um, And my head during those last dives, I was just like, I was so scared, but I was just trying to calm down. I don't know. It was like a mix of a lot of emotions. Sure. Um, Your recruiting process. Can you talk about that a little bit? Why you chose division two? And then, you know, beyond that, Clarion, Heath, all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I graduated in 2020. Um, so I'm a little bit older. And then I decided to leave in like 2021. So that's one of the biggest reasons why I decided to do D2 instead of D1. Because I like lost that one first eligible year. I don't really know how that works. But I thought D2 was better, and thanks to Sam, actually, Sam was the one who um, talked about me to Heath and talked to me about Heath, <laughs> and then after that, basically, he started recruiting me, and I started, like, looking into the school, and it was really interesting, and I started talking to Heath more, and, well, you know, he's a great coach. <laughs> yeah. You just recruit good divers, Luna. That's what makes you look like a good coach. I I know she's lying now. I've seen (laughs) her. Um, You know, backtrack here, Luna, to nationals. You know, when you did win, you know, you and you can take us through each event, one meter and three meter or both, whatever you want to do. Who did you look to when you won? Who was the first people you thought about? What was the first things that went through your mind when that all happened? Okay, well, I didn't know I won because – I was just like hiding behind the platforms, waiting for the last diver. And then as soon as I realized I won, I kind of looked for like, well, on first meter, like one meter, I was like really surprised and confused. And I remember I started like bawling my eyes out, like immediately. It was like right 
the second night someone told me I was like oh my goodness and I started crying and then my team hugged me and then I was looking for Heath because I was like really excited and then for three meter I couldn't believe it it was more like a shock and then Heath came over my team came over everyone was really happy I I was like shocked and then I was thinking about my parents and I was like because I knew they were watching um I knew they were watching the um live thing so I was really excited and I I would I really wish I just could like hug them yeah that's that's awesome that I mean that has honestly this isn't on the sheet Luna but like how have you dealt with that this year I know we've talked about this but how have you dealt with that being so far away I know you're extremely close with your mom. Like, how have you dealt with being far away? Um, well, it's hard. Some days is easier than others. Um, but my parents always like wanted me to be really independent. And I think they have helped me through my life to like prepare me for this somehow. So it could could be worse, but sometimes you really just miss them a lot. But you know, you can always call. Yeah, absolutely. And then so now last question here, I think about the meets for you is, um, you know, what's your mindset during a competition? Are you relaxed? Do you listen to music? Do you watch the scores? Like what does a meet in between dives look like for you? Okay. Well, for, for prequels or like semifinals, I do listen to music a little bit. I like to talk with my teammates. I don't like to watch results or the other girls. Um, I just like stay more like in a corner, but I try to like relax a little bit and like have fun, um, but stay focused. But when when it's a final, uh, well, it's obviously faster, faster. So you don't have time to like listen to music or anything. Um, but I just really just go talk to Heath, see my correction, then go dry off and try to like stay as like emotionally ne neutral as I can, basically. Cool. Perfect. <clears throat> I like that. So I, I just, I'm going to go kind of rapid fire here. Like what is it like being coached by Heath? I know his communication style. He's just very upfront. Here's what you're going to get. Here's our strengths. Here's our weaknesses. Let's, let's go. Let's come up with a game plan. How does that work for you? I like it a lot. That's one of the reasons I decided to come here, actually, because some coaches will try to like, they're either like really mean for no reason or try to like hide, like hide the things you should be better at. But I need someone to tell me like, this is what you're doing wrong. This is how we fix it. This is the plan, you know, because I really like to follow a plan. And I feel like he is really organizing that like that way. So I, it just works. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I love hearing that. And then um, just a more broad question. What's your favorite part about diving? Like what makes you love this sport so much? Um, That's funny. There's like a lot of lives I'm really scared of, but like the feeling of being in the air, I don't know if that makes sense, but I love to like just be in the air and like, I don't know. And I, I'm also like really hard on myself. So I always want to improve and diving is a perfect sport to like, keep trying to make things better and better every single time. So you mentioned you like, you know, aiming for perfection essentially is what I gathered from that. Does that ever hinder you at times where you are trying to be too perfect? And it's like, okay, grand scheme, I'm probably doing just fine, even though, you know, I'm going over on my back dive. That's the talk every day, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, every day. He 
can like say a little bit more about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I don't mind elaborating on that one. Yeah, Luna is like definitely her toughest critic. And at times I think and, and I've said all of this to her, so it's not new for her to hear. At times I find as a coach that can almost be challenging because as a coach, you want to critique them. You want to, you know, tell them where they need to get better. But I've always found that sometimes with athletes, if they're the hardest person on themselves, you almost always have to be there to pick them up. And I think we started finding a better balance as the season progressed with that. But Aaron, I can't tell you how many times at practice she would do a dive. And I'm like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Could it be better? Yes. But you need to chill out. Like we're not diving against Sam Pickens here anymore. Like it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that literally exactly the question you asked her has been said to her. I would, I'm not exaggerating probably hundreds of times this year. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let me see where we're at here. Oh, all right. So what are some of the differences in relation to diving between the States and Columbia, where you're from, like what are some of the biggest differences you're seeing from coaches, your teammates, the sport, things like that? Um, well, the biggest difference diving wise is that we go by FINA rules in Colombia. So after, after you're like 19 years old, it's always just six dives. You don't do like balls. So that was, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the culture is just different because it's like different countries. But I feel like in Colombia we're louder. That's that's always I that's something I always said when I first came here. I remember the team will wouldn't like support each other that much. And I always try to like scream for everyone when we're at meets or like just practice because I, I think it makes practice like more fun. So that's something we do a lot in Colombia. Um and I feel like it's it's changing here in our team at least. Um, which has been a fun change to see. Yeah, and agreed. I don't know what else. I don't know what else. <laughs> so again, another United States, Colombia. I'm picking up a pretty good accent, and I, I I'm a fan of accents. Um, but I have to assume English is your second language, correct? Yes. So what was it like learning a new language? When did you go through that? And and tell me about that process. Okay, I started learning in school, um, and when I was like 13 years old, I went to Canada for like three months, and I feel like that changed everything, because it's not the same to like learn in a school versus like actually go and being forced to survive <laughs> with dif with a different language, and I feel like I struggle a lot, and I'm really insecure to like talk with people, I don't know. Um, so this was a little scary, <laughs> but, but it's fun. Honestly, people are like always really patient with me when like, I don't understand like a word or something. People were always like trying to find different ways to say it. So it's, it's good. It's could be better. <laughs> sure. I just, so I just watched the ANWA. It's the Augusta national women's amateur golf tournament. It's at Augusta where the masters are next week. And the champion was Rose Zhang and her dad was her caddy on the bag. And what I thought was awesome, and this is where I'm leading to, is she speaks very fluent English and so does her dad. But when they're on the course, they are speaking, I, I believe it's Chinese. I mean, I don't know what language it is, but I didn't understand a single word they were saying. So <laughs> are you helping Heath learn a little bit of your native language so that you guys have this little, you know, extra you know, leg up on the competition where nobody will know what you're saying, but you two know. 
Um, so we started at the very beginning of the year. Uh, oops, sorry. With um, the goal of one word a week. <laughs> we failed. That, that disappeared really quick. <laughs> it did. Uh, he knows he knows some words like that he could use at practice, and he sometimes does. But I feel like I feel like we should pick pick up on that. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I that was fun. Honestly, that was fun, and I I did find that like the days you were a little flustered. That if I would kind of like pull one of those words out when you didn't expect it, it got you to at least smile for a second, which was always nice. Um, Now, Aaron, you'll get a kick out of this. We were at nationals and we were going, I go, Hey Luna, like I was just trying to think of ways to keep the kids loose and having fun. Hmm. And I go, Luna, you should just pretend you don't understand English at all and only speak to me in Spanish for our first practice. And it will confuse so many coaches. And she like, you could tell she was so nervous with this idea when we were in the water that she just like stared at me, which was more awkward for sure. <laughs> but no, no, because no, he was saying like stuff and I don't know if he was waiting for an answer. So I was just like, not with my head. Just pretend I couldn't talk, like just pretend I couldn't speak English, but it didn't really work. <laughs> no, it was fun though. But... Oh, that's awesome. Um, Okay. So my next one here is uh, you, you've had a lot of elite level teammates. You, we mentioned Sam Pickens and I know that Clarion team is elite with Anna and Alexa, Jack and um, oh, Zach and Jordan. I mean, I'm listening the whole team, right? There's a whole yeah. bunch of really good diving. What has that training with those elite teammates done and help you to get to where you are? Um. Honestly, I feel like we all just help each other a lot. Sometimes just by someone being like, hey, no, you get this. That just helps a lot. Um, sometimes I also need someone to be like, chill with yourself, Luna. You're being too hard. <laughs> um, and also just like diving with them, just like seeing the great things they're able to do just like makes me push myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then my last... Uh one here is what's the culture like at clarion i don't know if you realize this but it's probably the most historic division two college in the country in terms of diving you know there's only been three coaches and you're just one of these many in a line of national champions so what's the culture like at that number one diving school in division two um we always try to have fun we try to not lose focus though and I feel like now we're a little more supportive than we were at the beginning of the year, like I was saying earlier, which I think it's great because, um, I don't know, it just it just feels like a family and we're all trying to improve together. It's really fun, honestly. Cool. So, so Luna, Aaron kind of touched on this and I'm, I'm going to name just a few, but this list is so insanely long. So like you have Jamie Wolf, Steph Sutton, Kayla Koloski, Kristen Day, uh, Christina Sather is the most recent, but those are just a few of the multiple time national champions. And there is like that list is enormous. It truly is enormous. You know, first part of this is what does that mean to you to like, your name is now in that list. Like when people go through those divers, what does that mean to you? Honestly, it's mind blowing. It's like insane to believe. Cause you know, as a freshman, you always look up at like, these big amazing divers that used to like go here and now like to think that someone at some point is gonna be like wow she won like her freshman year that's that's <sighs> just crazy i don't know yep 
No. And then Aaron, you ready to jump into the signature questions here? Yeah, we'll get right into our signature questions, Luna. We don't treat failure like it's a bad thing. You're either winning or you're learning. So from that perspective, what would you say is your favorite failure or just your best opportunity for growth? Hmm. Yeah, something that just maybe didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you learned a really good lesson from it. Um. Um, let me think real quick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to just be diving. It doesn't have to just be diving either. Like, is there okay. something that you think about and it's like, oh, I learned a lot from that moment. Um, honestly, from every single decision I make that I could consider a mistake, I know I can't, I learned something from it. <laughs> I couldn't point like, one specific thing sure i'll share one that sticks out to me from this year for you luna because i think it was a, i think it was like a really big moment for you i actually think i called aaron about this and it was at akron on three meter so for our listeners we dive at akron in our mid-season meet and that's the meet that we as a as a as a team basically luna and i targeted for her to do backs and gainers on three meter for the first time and we warmed up. We had the first flighted warm up. So there was like an hour warm up. Then we had an hour break. And Luna did her backs. They were fine. No problem. And then she got to reverse and she could not get them off. And the and her hurdles were fine. She would tell you they weren't, but her lead ups were awesome. Everything was good. And she just couldn't get off the board. Like, and when I say couldn't, I mean like couldn't get off the board. Like she came over and she goes, I can't do it. And I said, Okay, then we'll do reverse dive. And she's like, Well, no, I don't want to do that. And so I said, okay, here's what you need to do. You have to go get dried off. Keep, I think I said, keep your suit on and go over to the dry land room that Akron has. And we're going to do a sequence. And then we're going to make a decision after that. And so um, she was like, okay. And, and you do really well with that. Whenever I say, here's what we're doing, go do it right now, whether you're upset or not. And mm -hmm. we, we went in the dry land room and I was like, do reverse drops. And she did reverse drops. And then I was like, do reverse one, reverse somersault, do reverse one and a quarters. And she did, I don't know, five or six of them, not a ton. And then I looked at her and I said, okay, you need to make a decision. You're the athlete. Like you're, if you make me decide you're doing it. And she came up to me and she's like, I'm going to go into the, into the warm up. I'm going to do it. And if I don't do it, I'll do reverse. Dive. I said, okay. And she went and did it. And I think that was like a big moment for her to realize she could get herself to this point of like extremely worked up, like crying, stressed out, freaking out, <laughs> thinking she's going to die and then getting back on track and then fast forward to nationals at um, prequal or pre prelims, excuse me, you missed reverse two and a half horribly. Oh it was, yeah. It, it was, was for me. 19 points. It was not good. <laughs> it, it was, it was literally the worst one she had done in like three weeks. She yeah. Did, I learned that almost like, no, it was not good. <laughs> oh no, it was horrible. But she, but no. she did, she did like the three leading up to that in practices were awesome. They would have been 60 point dives. And I think that was a big moment because she came over. I knew she was upset. I knew she was fighting back tears. And I'm like, listen, chill out. We're through backs and gainers. Do what you're supposed to do. We're good. And we were. And I knew we were good. And she just was like, okay. And it was like one of those moments of, okay, we've been through this where you get upset. And if you follow the plan, everything will be fine. And it was. And so I think that helped her a lot. It was something now you look back at the year and it's like, I think that was an important moment for her. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, Luna, you've had just a brief experience diving one year in the NCAA. Would you have any suggestions or think anything of how the NCAA could improve in any way? Um. Yeah. Do you guys hear me okay? 
Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're good. Okay. Just checking. Um, I feel like the prequels like meat shouldn't be that long. Um, it was just a crazy day. I don't, I don't know how it works in D1, but <laughs> that was definitely crazy for sure. And Too how, long. Did you, how did you get through it? How did you handle it? That's a good question. Um, well, mentally and physically, I was really tired and scared. <laughs> um, but I was just trying to like sit down and go dive by dive into the chaos, I guess, because it was definitely a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a grind of a day, not only yeah. for the athletes, but the coaches and the judges, yeah. everybody there. It's just high stress. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, all right, Luna, favorite drill. Um, I don't know if this counts as a drill, but I love to no, that's a lead up. I'm gonna say it anyway. I like to 403C on one meter to prepare for 405. Now you see that is really funny. So just for our listeners to know this, I didn't know this until after the season ended. So we didn't really do a lot of 403 C's this year at the end of the year. We really didn't. I did I did them the first two weeks when you weren't supposed to coach us because I was just getting back to like the boards yeah. and stuff. And I think we never did them again. Yeah, that's bad. That's that's bad coaching. So yeah, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Luna, best advice given and or received. Um, oh, I'm going to quote Omar from COM. Stop being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I hope Omar and Sam listen to this one because there were so many times during the year. And I told Omar this at Winter Nationals. I said, Omar, I was told to ask you, like, what should I say to Luna? But Luna keeps telling me you're going to say, don't be dramatic. She goes, that's all I said to her. <laughs> So, that's all he says to me actually <laughs> yeah um and then here you go is who would you like to hear us interview next um i would love for my friend um leonardo garcia leo to yep. be here he's amazing and i think he should be here i don't know he's just great <laughs> yep. we got to we got to meet leo at men's d1s a couple weeks back he yeah. was so much fun like he was so genuine and so nice it was just in passing like hey leo how's it going and and he made sure to uh, take a selfie with us. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. He, he sent me that. that. <laughs> yeah. No, he's but, great. He's great. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Awesome. We'll work on that. I'll probably get his phone number from you tomorrow. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Just for our listeners, camps and clinics, as always, you can go on our link tree. We'll advertise the ones that are on there. Um, if you are interested in getting them advertised, reach out to us at the contact points that Aaron gives you at the end. Um, but Luna. Thanks for joining us. Awesome freshman year. And we're like we talked about, we're just going to kind of forget about it and get back to work for next year already. But uh, it, honestly, I know you were super nervous for this interview. <laughs> um, you did awesome. So great job. Best of luck with the rest of the school year. Make sure you keep your grades good so I don't have to get on your case about it. <laughs> Will do. Nice. I love that. So if you're out there listening, hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Again, t-shirts and hoodies still for sale. Divingpod.itemorder.com. Enter dive pod at checkout. That gets you free shipping. I'm telling you the snapbag hats, the beanies, the leather logo, everything is looking sweet. Um, one more reminder, our uh, showdown, the 2028 and beyond showdown at Moss Farms, May 27th through 29th. 
make sure you get signed up. There's a, uh, we'll put a link out there in our Instagram bio, but as well as on the Moss Farms Diving webpage as well. So get yourself signed up. We're really excited to go back down to Moss Farms, excited to see everybody there. It's going to be an epic event, tons of cool, different formatted competition style meets. Um, so it's going to be really exciting, but Luna, appreciate you being here. Thanks again. Uh, it was awesome. Thank you guys for having me. All right. We'll see you next time.